The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. Today is Thursday, May 27th, and this is our NFC North Reset. We're doing a reset for every single division throughout the the last week, next week, the coming weeks, whatever it is, uh, coming up, the NFC East Reset. So make sure to check that out. Basically, now that free agency and the draft are over, schedule's out. We're time to look at these teams and figure out there's some actionable early off-season bets that you can make. These odds will shift, of course, in a big way, and it helps to be ahead of the curve. So that's basically, that's what we're trying to do. Figure out what you should bet on or what we sort of lean and what we like. Um, and we'll be going through each division addressing all the changes with an early look at those 2021 bets to break down the NFC North. Our good friend Cody Benjamin. What's up, buddy? Doing well. I I feel like we're on the Aaron Rodgers train a little bit because he's got connections mm-hmm. in the in the AFC West. He's got connections in the NFC North. He, he's kind of uh, a little bit of a power broker here with what we're talking about. Yeah, he yeah. Basically, the two articles that you wrote, and you can read uh, Cody's AFC West, NFC North, all of those uh, broken down on CBSSports.com. Of course, you know Rodgers shifts everything if he's traded. It to the Broncos, it dramatically changes the AFC West and it definitely changes the NFC North. And it's interesting to look at these odds because before the Rodgers rumors popped up, they were the Packers were huge favorites to win the division. Now, just minus 125, the Vikings plus 260, the Bears plus 330, and the Lions, a distant 20 to 1, will start in Detroit, where Dan Campbell's win total as a rookie coach there. He was interim head coach at one point in Miami, but a rookie head coach. The win total five. NFC North NFC odds to win the NFC 75 to 1 per William Hill. Odds to win the Super Bowl 150 to 1. I had their top draft additions as Panay Sewell, obviously, and of course Ali McNeil, obviously. And um their top free agent additions, Jared Goff via trade. And very interesting that it's Brashad Perryman. And Tyrell Williams, who I sort of targeted because I think that's the biggest question mark for this team is the wide receiver position. And no surprise that Vegas is not high on the Detroit Lions, Cody. No, I mean, nobody really should be. And I think that those receivers you highlighted, they kind of point out uh, a big, I guess you call it issue with the, the 2021 version of the Lions is that, you know, it, it's I'm, I'm a little bit excited to see Jared Goff in a new uniform and, and see what he does and, 
Um, but the fact is they've got replacement level parts kind of all, all around the field. I mean, the offensive line, that's great that they got, you know, Sewell up front. They, they obviously focused on the trenches on the other side of the ball. And that's good. I mean, you start from from there and work your way out. But at the end of the day, I mean, you're not expecting to watch Jared Goff throwing to Brashad Perriman, handing off to Jamal Williams and, and winning a bunch of games. I mean, it would be, I think, an upset if the Lions sniff 500. Well, there is no 500 this year. With yeah, the, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, twenty-two or whatever. Right, close to that percentage. Um, it'd be an upset. So, so yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not. You know, I don't think anyone's in love with the Lions. I don't even know that anyone in the Lions front office is in love with the the total package <laughs> that's going out because this isn't about 2021 for them. This is let's see what Jared Goff is. Let's let's do this trial run and then we'll go from there. When I look at the Lions' schedule, I see before their week. Uh, what is it? Three or four or five. Six. Uh, week nine by. They play the 49ers in week one. That is a tough opening matchup. Then they're at the Packers. We'll TBD on Aaron Rodgers there. The Ravens at home, at the Bears, at the Vikings, Bengals at home, at the Rams, Eagles at home. It feels to me like they're going to be two and six. Absolute best case going into that by. I mean, I think the, the Eagles will be favored in Ford Field unless you know something's going drastically wrong with Jalen Hurts and and whatever the Eagles are trying to do, I don't. The Bengals might be favored in Ford Field. I'm telling you this. I mean, Jared Goff is throwing to Rashad Perryman, Tyrell Williams, Khalif Raymond, Quintez Cephas, Amon Ra, St. Brown. It's just not a great group of. I mean, there's no there's no Kenny Galladay here. There's definitely no Calvin Johnson here. Maybe maybe they're better than we think, but clearly that was a position where. And no, he has T.J. Hawkinson. So. Credit where credit's due. And DeAndre Swift, a nice pass, pass catcher out of the backfield. I'm not saying these guys can't be good. I'm just saying that this is a tough group of receivers for Jared Goff to go to. You, know, you go from Sean McVay's offense with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, et cetera, et cetera. And all of a sudden, you're rolling in here and you're going to Anthony Lynn's offense where they like to run the football. And I would expect they try to run the football and then just sort of figure some things out with these young players on defense. You, you can't bet on the Lions to win the division. You can't bet on them to win the Super Bowl. I guess you could bet on them to win the division. 20 to 1 is kind of crazy. Could you bet yeah. on that? I mean, I, I was even surprised that you said you can't bet on them to win the Super Bowl. I mean, it seems like that's not even, it shouldn't even be a possibility. But um, 150 to but, one obscenely long for a team in the pre in the off season. You don't see, you know, that. you know, the only scenario I guess is, is you think Chicago doesn't figure out how, I mean, they roll with Andy Dalton longer than they need to. Justin Fields doesn't work out. It green Bay is out without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it would be absolutely nutty if Detroit <laughs> won this division, but like you said, I mean, if you, if you got like some spare change or something and you, I guess I, I just I think it's one you don't even you don't even think about just because this is such a you know I, I don't think like the for for example their offensive line I don't think it's horrible but you know you, you look at the skill position the difference between what he had Jared Goff with Los Angeles and Detroit and he struggled with the Rams and so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a steep drop off I think and uh, yeah they're they're gonna be in for I think a rough season I mean go bet on like. <laughs> You you just find a you just find better bats at twenty to one. The, exactly. The Lions exactly. are sixteen games to find their way. If you gave me forty to one, I'll bet that. Because forty to one is yeah. a long shot for it's such a long shot for a division winner. And weird things happen that I would try it, but 
20 to 1, no chance. Uh, Bears. Win total, 7.5, over set at minus 125. Their odds win the NFC, 22 to 1. Their odds win the Super Bowl, 50 to 1. Clearly, their top draft addition was Justin Fields, and then their top free agents additions, Andy Dalton and maybe Desmond Trufant. This is kind of last year's Bears team, except Andy Dalton is playing the role of Nick Foles, and Justin Fields, I guess, is playing the role of Mitchell Trubisky now. They say, and, and they've said that with the Bears, the front office and the coaching staff said, we're going to groom Fields to come in later, which seems kind of crazy to me. Nick Foles still on the roster, by the way. It looks like they're going to roll with Andy Dalton. That can obviously change. I would put Justin Fields out there ASAP and try to win football games with a rookie and save our jobs if I'm Matt Nagy and, and Ryan Pace, but they want to see if they can win with Andy Dalton. You know, they have decent skill guys, Allen Robinson, who I'm sure is just thrilled that he's still there, and uh, Jimmy Graham is somehow still on this roster. David Montgomery, Tariq Cohen, hoping to have a bounce back here. They signed Damian Williams. They drafted Khalil Herbert. And they also drafted Tevin Jenkins for left tackle, which is very important that you want this guy to grow uh, – with Justin Fields, do you have any interest in in considering the Bears as a possibility to win this division or to make some long-term noise? I, honestly, no. Um, I, Chicago is one of those weird teams in terms of like evaluating their offseason because up to the point you know, where they drafted Justin Fields, where they made the move up to trade up, I mean, clearly would have been one of the, the, the biggest losers to me of the offseason. And, and the front office management, you know, the quarterback plan – um, everything just, it wasn't great. It was not inspiring. Uh, yeah, we talked about on the show about how they really needed to take a swing at a home run, not try and hit a single at quarterback. And that's exactly what they did with Andy Dalton. So as soon as the bears did that, the trade out for Justin Fields, it was almost hard for me to like celebrate it because I was so used to Chicago being the team at quarterback, at least that was just not making the right decisions. And so yeah, the smart thing from a from a management perspective is is roll Justin Fields out there. I don't know if that's the best thing for Justin Fields, um, but still, you look at their schedule, um, and and maybe Tevin Jenkins holds up and, and helps the offensive line. But you look at their schedule, and it's really not that pretty. Um, you look at the, they've got games against you know even outside the division. Um, I believe they got the 49ers, the Steelers. I mean, these are going to be teams that are tough. Whether it's Andy Dalton who hasn't been good since you know. I don't know, 2015, 2016 with the Bengals. Yep. Um, and if it's Justin Fields, I mean, he, he may be really good, but even really good rookies struggle, especially against defenses like you're going to find in Pittsburgh and San Francisco. And um, I, I just uh, – you like the excitement that Justin Fields brings, and I think long-term it's – you know, it obviously gives them more juice. But this year I think it's, it's a little too early to, uh, to be buying into to a turnaround. I could get involved in this over under over seven and a half with the Bears. You're going over on that? I think I'm going over on that. They they win eight games every year with with Matt Nagy. You get the extra game, and they need the, the problem is what's here here here's where you here's where you win or lose this bet. Weeks two through uh through five. Bengals at home at Browns, Lions at home at Raiders. How do, can they go through? They have to go three and one or four and oh in, the, in those games. If they go two and two or one and three, adios, amigo. That, that bet's over because Packers, Bucks, 49ers, Steelers going into their bye, Ravens coming out. Then they get the Lions on Thanksgiving. 
Cardinals, Packers, Vikings, Seahawks, Giants, Vikings to close. So, I mean, a lot depends for the Bears, I think, on what happens around them. If Aaron Rodgers is actually traded, I think the Bears number goes up to eight and a half. Because I don't think the books want to adjust other team. They don't want to adjust every other team based on what might happen. You know what I mean? But if Rodgers is traded or doesn't play, Chicago's number closes at eight and a half or higher. And the Bears are the favorite to win the division, probably. Because, you know, yeah. as, of, as of right now, they're, you know, they're, I guess the Vikings would be the favorite. But the Bears, are, Vikings and the Bears would be like plus 115 or something like that. Well, and you named a stretch that's early in the year, which is presumably, if we're just going off what's happening now, is when Dalton. somebody named Andy Dalton is going to be playing quarterback. And, and again, like Andy Dalton, great guy off the field, I'm sure. Like he had a good run in Cincinnati, but like the evidence is there that he's just not, he should not be even necessarily handed the job above Nick Foles. I mean, going into the season. And so um, I think that on the schedule too, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they don't have a single stretch where they have back-to-back home games um, throughout the schedule. That's uh, you can call. They don't. And so, you know, you know there, there are stretches where they won't have to travel far. You know, right. Arizona at Lions. So they're coming out of their bye. It's Ravens at home at Lions, which is nothing. Cardinals at home at Packers, nothing. Vikings at home. So that's sure. I mean, not, not the same thing, but but certainly a little bit easier than maybe you're not bopping all over the country there. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just a minor thing, but again, we're, you know, we're probably going to have crowds this year. I mean, it's going to be different. And, and if you're starting a rookie quarterback, I think there's so many factors there where I'm just, I like the Justin Fields aggressiveness, but I'm not ready to, uh, to be aggressive betting. on. Right. I would bet they're over. I wouldn't touch this, the Super Bowl or NFC uh, odds. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not touching there. I'm not, I'm not touching them or the Vikings to win the division until I know what's happening there and Rogers. Yeah. Why? We'll tell you next. Being around sports media and a fan of, Oh, my NC state Wolfpack for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments. And what if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience? What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run to the one yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former sports center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall. Legacies will change forever. New goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So the Vikings win total eight and a half over minus 150. Odds win the NFC 20 to one. Odds win the Super Bowl 40 to one. Their top draft edition. Christian Darisol, the first round pick. They're nice. They trade down. They pick him up. And then Todd Davis, their top free agent addition in free agency. They weren't really very busy in free agency. 
they they got to have a bounce back here on 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 defense because oh no Patrick Peterson probably. yeah yeah you can't you got all things covered they're gonna be yelling at you how did <laughs> I looked, you, I looked you, up you, the, I the Vikings website and looked up the aging additions they didn't have Patrick Peterson listed what the heck that's on them we got Dalvin Tomlinson Patrick Peterson those are the big boys that came in no so, you know I don't know how I missed that oh, goodness gracious my apologies Pat P are they out of Dalvin Tomlinson too what was I reading yep. what did I do it maybe I was looking at the Vikings from last year. They brought out McKenzie Alexander. All right. I'm an idiot. That's the one thing I missed when I was doing the research for this podcast. Oh, well. Anywho, Pat P, a nice addition. We'll see if he can, he needs, you know, bounce back. But this is a scheme that's very cornerback friendly. And Pat P, uh, I imagine Mike Zimmer would have loved to have gotten Pat, gotten a hold of Pat P coming out of LSU. Uh, that single digit out there, which would be nice. They drafted Jeff uh, Gladney in the first round in 2020. And then, as I mentioned, came back and got Darisol this year. So they've invested in the defense again, trying to beef it up. And they've tried it. They've kept investing in the offensive line over the past, really, you know, three years with Garrett Bradbury in 2019, Ezra Cleveland, the second round pick in, in 2020, and then Darisol, the first round pick this year. So you can look at this team and say, man, the pieces are in place for them to, to kind of get back to where they were two years ago. Kirk Cousins probably needs to. I don't. I mean, does he need to hold off Kelamon? Are you worried about Justin Jefferson talking about him? I, I feel like this team is solid, if not, but not spectacular. Which is how you define the Vikings for the last, you know, sure. five, ten years. I mean, that's that's always been they've been good enough to make it, not not great enough to to get past the hurdles in the playoffs. Uh, I think, yeah. Again, a lot depends on what happens in Green Bay. But if you're looking at Minnesota, I mean, they did a lot of shuffling. I mean, Anthony Harris out, Patrick Peterson in, Eric Wilson out. You know, they they kind of they did some shuffling on defense. I think Darisaw, you know, ideally the floor is he's kind of giving you what Riley Reef gave you at left tackle, holding up for uh, for Kirk Cousins. I think the Kellamond edition, I think it'll do well or do good for Kirk Cousins this year. I mean, long term, I mean, does Kellamond give you something, give you more playmaking ability? Possibly. I mean, I think that'd be fun for the Vikings. Uh, it'd be good for somebody to to kind of take over there. But I think he'll be motivated by it. I think he he honestly will and. You know, whatever Justin Jefferson says, I, you know, I think I think there's motivation there stirring for Kirk Cousins. Um, one little nugget just about the Vikings. I mean, since Mike Zimmer came in, we've now had a seven-year sample size where each year, so the Vikings will make the playoffs, they'll miss it. They'll make it, they'll miss it. And that's happened every year since Mike Zimmer took over. Last year, they missed. And so, again, how much you want to buy into historical trends or not, but they've been kind of a team that, They'll bounce back, um, and they've never completely bottomed out, but uh, they're always kind of right in the mix, but they've gone back and forth. So this year they'd be uh, they'd be due to get back in. Mike Zimmer probably does not get enough respect for the job that he does as as a head coach. I think, I think, he's, the, I think he's the Kirk Cousins of, of head coaches oh, a little bit. I wouldn't tell him that to his face. Well, yeah, he does. He might, he might not like Kirk that much, but. I don't think I, I don't think he, I don't think he likes the idea of investing a bunch of money in offense, really. Right. But, likes- but honestly, I mean, he's he's never like horrible enough consistently to be like, we got to get rid of this guy right now. But still, the questions, I mean, with Kirk Cousins and Mike Zimmer, if you ask Vikings fans, it's, you know, we can't we can't get it done when it really matters most. Yeah, that's 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 fair. I have no interest in betting the Vikings to win the Super Bowl at forty to one or the NFC at twenty to one. I 
I could be talked into them at plus 260 to win the division potentially. And I am, I like betting on them in week one at Cincinnati. That's a Mike, Mike Zimmer revenge game. I see him, I just see him beating the pants off of the Bengals just because he, that's who Mike Zimmer is. They're at the Cardinals in week two. Three straight home games, Seahawks, Browns, and Lions before going to at the Panthers. Uh, and then and then they're by you know, the Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers, Packers, 49ers coming out. Rams are there. They got to deal with it. They have two games late against the Bears and one game late against Green Bay. I could see them winning nine games here. Nine and eight is a very Mike Zimmer, or even 10 and, 10 and seven is a very Mike Zimmer season here. The over is minus 150, which is a little expensive, but... I wouldn't bet the under eight and a half if I was betting on this team. Yeah, I think you're right in that window where they've always been under Mike Zimmer, which is, you know, eight to 10 wins. And now this year, you know, you have the added playoff team like last year, but you've got the extra game. I mean, does, you know, it really depends on what the Packers are like. I don't know if, uh, if an eight and nine finish, you know, for the Vikings this year, if that's able to sneak you in like an eight and eight might've at one point, um, a nine and eight. I mean, I think one of those records could get you a wild card, depending on what's going on with the Packers um, or the division. I mean, honestly, if if, sure. if if Aaron Rodgers isn't there, I think eight wins could do it. So, I think that's right in the window where they need to be. Yeah, I would probably want more than three. If you're betting, the, if the problem is if you're betting the Vikings now, let's say Aaron Rodgers is traded, does do the do the Vikings then become the favorite to win the division? It, or is it minus money? Is it plus one of five? I think you just wait until the new drops and jump all over plus 260 if that's something that you're interested in. Because if you bet 260 now and Aaron Rodgers is not traded, it's going to go back to like four to one, and you're going to be really annoyed by it. Yeah. If he is traded, I don't think it's necessarily going to become the Vikings minus you know 200 or anything like that. You're going to get a, a, a plenty good number. If you if you want to bet the Vikings to win the division, just you know have it queued up. As, yeah. as we move along with the Aaron Rodgers news, but it'll come off quickly, very quickly. But I don't know. I don't know if that much. Um, if you like the over on the Vikings, though, yeah, that's probably going to nine or nine and a half. Might go there anyway, just because it's already at minus yeah. one fifty. So that would be something if you want to bet. If you really want to bet the over eight and a half, and I think it's a pretty good bet, even at the minus one fifty. Maybe that's the play now, and then just kind of be in a. a be ready on the plus 260 if you want to bet the Vikings to win the division. All right, the Packers, the final team, no win total available. Again, they're a slight favorite to win the division. Eight and a half to one to win the NFC and 18 to one to win the Super Bowl. Top draft additions, Eric Stokes and Amari Rodgers because A. Rodgers drafting him when Aaron Rodgers, the, the two days after Aaron Rodgers was demanding a trade, uh, is just hilarious. And then Aaron Jones, really the top free agent addition, I think. Look, it's pretty simple, Cody. It all comes down to, do you think Aaron Rodgers is coming back and or playing? And if you do, then there's value in the Packers. Yeah. If you don't or you're not sure if he's going to play, this is a pure stay away. But 18-1 to to win the Super Bowl for Green Bay, if Aaron Rodgers comes back, would look like a steal. Yeah. And minus 120 to win this division if Aaron Rodgers comes back and plays would look like a steal. If you're holding those tickets and Jordan Love is playing, you're not feeling quite as good about your life. I wonder what the, you know, if, in, if Aaron Rodgers comes back and if you ask Pete Prisco, I mean, I listened to you, your discussion with him. You know, he's, he's pretty convinced there's no, uh, there's no, you know, departure for Aaron Rodgers on the horizon. And so, you know, if he was motivated last year by the, the surprise Jordan Love pick um, and went out and won MVP, 
I mean, could we compare it to this year? Let's say he, he's kind of – I don't want to say held hostage. It's far from that. But if he's held in Green Bay, you know, does he does he win a Super Bowl out of spite? I mean, I, is that possible? I, I don't know. Absolutely. But, yeah, and then, and then demand, you know, from there, he basically holds all the cards. He's just given Green Bay its latest Lombardi trophy. But um, the Jordan Love thing is just – it's a total unknown. I mean, I, I would be so interested to see what the bets, you know, what they're coming in at you know, if that happens, because, you know, they, they thought enough of him to trade up to draft him in the first round. It's not like the Packers were the only team intrigued by Jordan Love. I mean, obviously he slid to the back end, but that's a guy who, you know, everyone talked about. He's got this kind of a freakish arm talent. Obviously we've seen none of him on an NFL field. He wasn't good enough to even take the number two job last year. But, you know, if you, if you went out there tomorrow and Jordan Love was your quarterback, is the rest of the roster good enough to stay right there with the Vikings or the bears uh, this year. I, I have no idea. I think it's possible that they could. I like, I, I think betting them to win the division right now is a perfectly fine move Yeah, because they can win the division anyway. I mean, the Vikings right. don't have to be great and the bears certainly don't have to be an elite team. And maybe Matt LaFleur, you know, maybe Jordan love has had enough experience there in practice where he's ready to start and he can win you know, with a good run game and an above average defense, which I think the Packers have. Or are we talking about Blake Bortles? Or Blake Bortles. Oh, God, Lord. I, I'm just I don't, kidding, yeah. I don't want to bet minus 120 on Blake no. Bortles. But, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe that's where we're at. It, I just think you're getting minus 120, and there's – and this is not even based on Pete telling me this. You know, I get that Aaron Rodgers said he's gone. He doesn't have the le- – you know, he didn't necessarily have the leverage to leave. If the Packers figure out a way to get him paid and get him back – He's going to come back and play, he's going to be, and he's going to be mad again. He's going to come back and play with a vengeance. And minus 120 for this team with Aaron Rodgers is a steal to win the division. So if I'm betting it, I would bet that now. And then, again, I'm, I'm hovering over the Vikings or the Bears if Rodgers is traded. I'm probably hitting both those teams. And so then then you can kind of adjust as to there. But I think the, I think the Packers' odds to win the Super Bowl and odds to win the division are good enough – that it's worth taking a chance on Aaron Rodgers playing because Aaron Rodgers' next team, if you want to bet on it, offshore, the Packers are minus 150. The Broncos are plus 150, six to one that he won't be on an active team roster this year. And the Raiders 10 to one. And really after that, it just falls off. So you're getting better value than just Aaron Rodgers coming back and playing. You know what I mean? It's, I yeah. think I would take the minus 120 there for, for the Packers to win the division and, and maybe even dabble on them to win the Super Bowl if their odds are still up. I, I have a feeling that bookmakers will will be have a quick hook on that depending on what rumors pop up over the next several weeks. Is your bet right now that he's in a Packers uniform in week one, all on the field? I don't, know that, I don't know that anybody – I think Albert Breer had something about it where it's like the, what the Broncos wanted and it's just an outrageous amount. Or what the, the Packers, Packers want. Yeah. yeah, for Aaron Rodgers, just like Bradley Chubb, you know, Drew Locke, three first rounders, two second rounders, and some defensive players. Just not another. You know, it's just not happening. Aaron Rodgers is thirty eight. That's too much. So I don't know that. I don't know that a deal gets done. I think they eventually just pay him and he sticks around. But certainly he could say, "Blank you, I'm retiring," and, and peace out. Yeah, I've seen, you know, I've seen good arguments both sides. I think Pete Prisco laid out a good, you know, and he was very, he, he had conviction about this, you know, that, that Green Bay holds the leverage. And I think he's right. 
you just have to to weigh that against, you know, similar to the Deshaun Watson situation before the legal matters came up. I mean, at some point you just have to weigh. It's getting close to week one. The the supposed face of our franchise doesn't want to be with this franchise, and and weigh the, you know, the actual leverage against the public relations leverage. And I know Joe Corey, uh, he wrote a good story for for CBSSports.com, and he talked about he doesn't think at this point that the Packers' inclination would be to deviate from their plan to go to Jordan Love to save money uh, after this season. And like, essentially the Packers want to retain control of the quarterback situation. Not they have Aaron Rodgers. To own the timing. Exactly. We're which... not going to give Aaron Rodgers three years of guaranteed money. And then all of a sudden he stinks and, and they're stuck with him. Exactly. Yeah. But his point on, you know, he's making the same point that Pete Prisco is making, except he kind of sees that Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's not going to, Money isn't the issue. It's just that he wants the control of that situation. And so eventually you're left with, you know, do you either trade Jordan Love and pay Aaron Rodgers anything he wants and make him basically become the GM? Or do you kind of swallow the hard pill and say, we got to trade him and we're going to stick to our original plan? Well, I also think Aaron Rodgers has to realize if he wants to win one more Super Bowl before he retires, and I think he would really, really like to do that, maybe he's just got to bite the bullet, come back to Green Bay. And look, next offseason, they might cut you know you say all right guys right played great you what do you want to do you want to cut me you want to cut me if you want to win a Super Bowl for Green Bay whatever and then right you know yeah like your performance and again we're getting into like the weeds of of player versus team dynamics but yeah at some point your performance dictates I mean he won MVP like the the longer you continue to play that well I mean Green Bay is not going they're gonna have no choice he talked about on the Pat McAfee show he disrupted their timelines. He did, and, and then you put the ball in the Packers' court to say, when it comes time to make a hard decision with the money, we're going to tell our fans, you know, we're going to Jordan Love right now. I mean, let them look like idiots then and go play for who you want to play for. So, yeah, I think if Aaron Rodgers continues to play well, that's that's what, he, you know, he's got the leverage in yep. that sense. And, and that's why if you think he might come back, betting the Packers to win the division makes a lot of sense. All right, that's the NFC North reset. Cody Benjamin, I'm sure we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks as always, buddy, and uh, be good. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.